0: The Windsor Life Community Newspaper is brought to you by Windsor Gardens, a large, active community for people who are 55 or older. Whether retired or still working, this central Denver campus invites connection. Chat with your neighbors, join a club, or start a club of your own. Windsor Gardens also offers golf, lap swimming, and trips to museums and casinos. Find them at windsorgardensdenver.org or call 303 303- Three six four seven four eight five, and be sure to tell them Aftersight sent you.
1: Thank you for joining us for week two of the February 2024 Windsor Life newsletter. My name is Brooke Burks. This week we will be reading President's Pen, General Manager's Report, Maintenance and Grounds Updates. Maintenance Matters, Down to Earth, and Community Response. President's Pen by Bobby Mays, Board President. It is time to focus on our 2024 association budget, and we are all anxious to see what is in store for us. After the pandemic, many things changed in our economy. Since then, the cost of living has increased several times. The minimum wage increased again this year, the prices of materials and services continue to rise, and the list goes on and on. Our board and staff continue to look for ways to cut costs and get the most we can for our money. Over the last two years, General Manager Rebecca Zazuta, through research and creativity, has offset a portion of the increase to our monthly coupon. We know 2024 will bring additional financial challenges which we will continue to discuss and share in meetings and our monthly community newspaper, Windsor Life. One of the challenges is our laundry service. The building laundry machines are provided and maintained by CSC Service Works. In exchange, the association receives a commission approximately equivalent to $100,000 each year. This income is used to offset HOA assessments. This year we were unable to negotiate a CSC renewal contract to to include new equipment. But our general manager was able to secure a 12-month renewal with no increase in what we pay for each wash and dry. The vending rate of $0.75 per wash and $0.50 per dry is well below the market rate this may be a cost that will increase in the future. Waste Management has said they want to increase their contract price by 100% for our trash and recycling services. While many recycle the proper items, others dump appliances, furniture, trash, and non-recyclable items in the recycling dumpsters. Misuse is not only from those who trespass on our property, Residents of Windsor Gardens also misuse these services. There are additional expenses in contamination penalties and overflow fees. Trash is not recyclable. We have looked at other options for our trash and recycling services. Other companies that provide trash collection services would require us to roll the collection bins out from the buildings to the street for pickup. This would require additional staff to manage this daily task. It is unlikely the service would be better and it would not save the association money. The general manager and facilities maintenance manager successfully negotiated with waste management, who agreed to withdraw the contract renewal with the one hundred percent increase in cost and reevaluate pricing for the next fiscal year. We will hear the outcome during the budget discussion in February. Property taxes are scheduled to increase based on the valuations completed in 2023. With the legislation that was passed in November 2023 in a special session of the Colorado General Assembly, the anticipated increase may not be as significant as anticipated. The City of Denver is working on the tax bills, and the Association will receive the information by early February. While we have nothing to do with the outcome, your HOA coupon will reflect any increase or change to your property tax bill. Our HOA insurance may increase as the market continues to see premiums soar due to natural disasters, increased claim expenses for liability losses, and significant increases in the cost to rebuild and repair after property losses occur. These market conditions have a direct impact on our community, and we are unique due to our demographic and exposure to Medicare liens for slip and fall incidents on association property. We must submit all claims related to property damage and injuries that occur in common areas. We are required to make known the losses we sustain in these areas when asked by insurance carriers. Frequency is also observed when carriers are reviewing past losses. We carry acceptable deductions, or deductibles, but must still provide known incidents to carriers, impacting the renewal process. When damage or injury occurs, it is especially important for us to allow or to follow the suggested procedures to keep our HOA costs at a minimum. Changes coming in 2024 may also include changes in response to Denver's new ordinances to implement composting services and fund city sidewalk repairs, which were approved last year. Property taxes for Windsor Gardens owners do not include city trash and recycling services as we are considered multifamily housing and must have separate services. We await the results of conversations between Waste Management and the City of Denver to determine how to proceed with composting services. We are also waiting for information on how the City will bill the sidewalk repairs. As we enter our next fiscal year, our talented staff will continue advising us on how to help with the rising costs of keeping our community vital and desirable. From the General Manager, Rebecca Zazuta, 2024-2025 Association Budget and Annual Meeting. Presentation of the Proposed Budget at the Finance Committee Meeting. The proposed 2024-2025 Association Budget will be presented to the WG Finance Committee on Friday, February 2nd, beginning at 10 a.m. in the Colorado Room. It is anticipated that this meeting will run until 4 p.m., A lunch break will take place from approximately 12 p.m. to 1 p.m. A special board meeting will be held immediately following the Finance Committee meeting if a recommendation is received to approve the budget as presented. Please see page 3 for Zoom information for the meeting. If approval is not reached on February 2nd, a special Finance Committee meeting will be held the week of February 5th, date and time to be determined, to finalize and approve the budget. If additional committee meetings are needed to finalize the budget, the dates, times, and Zoom information will be posted on the meeting calendar on the association's website. Official Notice of Annual Meeting and Electronic Pilera Ballot for Budget Ratification. After the Finance Committee and the Board of Directors have approved the budget, an official notice of the annual meeting with a summary of the budget will be sent to all owners. Budget ratification will be conducted with an electronic ballot through Pylera, the same system the association currently uses to send residents email, text, and phone notices. This will be the first time the association has used Pylera for electronic voting. There are many benefits to switching ballot providers, including anticipated savings in the overall cost. Each owner will receive electronic voting instructions sent via an email from PILERA when the voting period begins. Instructions will also be included in the official notice of the annual meeting. To help the association prepare for this upcoming vote, please ensure that a current email address is on file with the association's office so that you can receive the voting notifications from PILERA. Also, owners should practice logging into their existing PILERA account. Please review additional instructions concerning pylara on page 9. If you need further assistance, please contact Patricia Frawley at 720-862-1505. WGA Annual Meeting The Windsor Gardens Association Annual Meeting will be held on Tuesday, February 27th at 6 p.m. in the Auditorium. For those who wish to attend the meeting from home via Zoom, the meeting information and instructions are listed below. We will also have tables available for residents to check out if they want to watch the meeting via Zoom but do not have a computer or Wi-Fi access at home. Please contact Carrie Irvin at 720 862-1590 if you would like to reserve a tablet. Finally, a video of the meeting will also be available or viewable live on the association's Facebook page for owners to watch during the meeting or at their convenience before executing their electronic ballot. Join by Facebook Live using the link www.facebook.com slash Windsor Gardens Association slash live. The main purpose of the annual meeting will be to present the approved 2024-2025 budget and provide instructions for voting on the ratification of the budget via electronic ballot. Other agenda items for this meeting include a financial summary and a general overview of the association's operations. Owners are encouraged to observe the Finance Committee meeting on February 2nd if they will like budget information in advance of receiving the official mailing. Annual Meeting Zoom Information On Tuesday, February 27th at 6 p.m., you may join the annual meeting by computer or phone using the link found on page 6 of the Windsor Life Newsletter. Zoom offers free language interpretation services for nine different languages. If you want to listen to the meeting in a language other than English, please email Liz Nickel at lnickel at wgamail.com by Tuesday, February 13th. Submit your budget questions in advance of the annual meeting. Due to the size of the membership meeting, it will not be interactive or allow for comments or live questions. As a result, a cutout from form is included on page 7 for owners to submit their questions before the meeting. The administrative office must receive the cutout with your budget questions by February 22nd. There will be limited time to answer questions during the meeting, so we will focus on the most asked questions. If your questions are not answered, you may contact the office after the meeting or include your telephone number or email on the cutout so that a staff member can contact you to discuss the budget. Owners are encouraged to observe the budget discussion during the February Finance Committee meetings listed above. Meeting minutes will also be posted on the association's website for review following the Finance Committee meeting. Long-range planning and innovation committee meeting minutes from January are also available on the association's website for review. These minutes discuss the capital reserve portion of the budget and HOA assessment. Voting period and options. Owners are strongly encouraged to read the budget materials and to participate in the annual meeting before casting their electronic ballot vote. Electronic voting will open on Wednesday, February 28th at 9 a.m. and close on Tuesday, March 5th at 9 a.m. This will allow time for owners to review the budget information and watch the recorded meeting on our Facebook page if they are unable to attend the annual meeting. Pilara does not have the option to vote by phone, but written ballots will be available for owners who are not comfortable voting electronically. And for those who need assistance with ballots, volunteers will be available to help during the week of voting. Assistance with ballots. Volunteers will be available to assist with in-person voting on the following dates and times. Wednesday, February 28th, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m., Centerpoint Lobby. Friday, March 1st, 3 p.m. to 5 p.m., Centerpoint Lobby. Monday, March 4th, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Centerpoint Lobby and 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. Centerpoint Lobby. If you are unable to leave your unit and would like a volunteer to come to you, please contact Patricia Frawley at 720-862-1505 to make arrangements. If you are interested in volunteering to help owners complete electronic ballots, please call Office Manager Liz Nickel at 720 720- 8621531 by February 16th. Electronic ballot wording. Here is an example of the ballot wording. Please check one box below to cast your vote. Read the options carefully. Ratify the 2024-2025 budget. You are in favor of the approved budget. Veto the 2024-2025 budget. You are not in favor of the approved budget. I abstain from voting. The ballot will also include a vote to approve last year's annual meeting minutes. An electronic copy of the minutes will be part of the information included with the ballot and paper copies are available in the association office. Vote Results The voting results will be tallied by the Palera voting system and announced by the end of the business day on March fifth via Palera. Voting Requirements You must be an owner in good standing with the association to vote. If you are more than 60 days delinquent in payment of assessments or other charges, your ballot will not be counted. There is one ballot per unit. If there is more than one owner for your unit, please reach a consensus and then cast your vote. Each owner will receive a notification and link to the electronic ballot. The first owner to complete the ballot will close the vote for the unit. If you own your unit in the name of an LLC, trust, or other entity, the authorized officer or trustee must cast the ballot. If you are executing the ballot as a power of attorney for the owner, the power of attorney document must be on file with the association for the ballot to be valid. Important note regarding the budget approval process. According to Colorado law, the budget will be deemed approved unless a majority of owners, equivalent to 1,372 units, vetoes the budget. El Gran-Hardin Rent and Utility Payments At their January 2024 meeting, the Board of Directors accepted the restaurant owner's proposal to adjust the terms of the rent and utility payments for El Grand Harding to one third of the originally agreed upon rate beginning April 2024. Although they are unable to pay the amount initially initially agreed to within the lease, they would like to show good faith and their desire to continue food and beverage services at Windsor Gardens. The adjusted rent and utilities payment will allow restaurant operations to continue without complete subsidization from the association for the duration of the restaurant's lease term, which will expire on December 31st, 2024. Historically, restaurant operations at Windsor Gardens have struggled financially and have not been a profit center for the association. The restaurant is an amenity of the association, but unique in that it is not a business operation of the association. The association serves as the landlord of a leased restaurant business. Through prior experience, we know that food and beverage service is important to the community and positively impacts property values for all owners. As such, the association may find that an adjusted rent and utility agreement may be a happy compromise in making the operations of a restaurant at Windsor Gardens attainable for the operator while still meeting the resident's desires for food service in the community. This adjusted approach will also help to inform future considerations as to whether an on-site restaurant is an amenity worth subsidizing or is sustainable in the long term. Regardless, there is an opportunity for community discussions and problem-solving ahead of us. It will be a focus of the Board in 2024 to prepare for a new lease term and how the Association should proceed with food and beverage services within the community. Maintenance and Grounds Updates Capital Improvement Projects Underground Garages project near building 80 approximately 11 different tendon cables need to be repaired the contractor just completed the fifth one they are almost halfway through that area the work must be done in sections so the deck is not compromised the construction crew is chiseling through concrete on the top and beneath the deck shoring stations have been set up as required by the engineer The residents who had vehicles in the affected areas have been very gracious and moved them from those parking stalls. The electrical line in Building 84 has been completed. A new company has been selected to replace the gas line at Buildings 80 and 64. The gas line between Buildings 82 and 84 still needs to be completed. At Buildings 60 and 62, Two trees have been removed from the deck of Underground Parking Lot 24. Two broken tendons were found and are being repaired. More trees will need to be removed above Underground 24. A row of ash trees that were planted along the edge of Underground Parking Lot 24 deck will likely need to be removed. Major plumbing repairs. In December 2023, there was a fire line leak under the canopy of Building 6. We evaluated the main water lines coming into the building and decided that because the fire and water lines were copper, we did not need to replace them like in Building 37. Curb Stop Replacements A new curb stop for the fire line was installed for Building 6. Backflows We replaced a 6 inch backflow device that services Buildings 58, 60, 62, and 64. Hallway redecorating carpet replacement. Building 8 is complete. Buildings 2 and 4 are waiting for carpet delivery. Paint department. Hallway painting project. Building 36 is in progress. Buildings 14 and 20 have been added to the schedule. Other projects. We are wiping down all common area wood doors and applying oil to help address scratches, marks, and gouges. We are repairing water-damaged drywall and miscellaneous painting in building common areas. We removed the wallpaper and painted the women's restroom in the administrative office. We primed and painted the new trim for Building 8. We will caulk and touch up the trim once it is installed. Dayton Street Pipeline Rehab Project Schedule Work from Mississippi Avenue to Alton Way. Beginning February 1st, Metro Water Recovery crews will be pumping and doing the sewer rehab. Work on this portion will continue until February 16th. Access in and out of Windsor Gardens should not be affected during the entirety of work, but there will be traffic cones out and it will be busy. Noise levels should be relatively low as the bypass pumps will be staged by Mississippi Avenue, but there may be bright lights for a couple days near Alton Way between February 1st and February 16th. Work from Kentucky Avenue to Alameda Avenue. The bypass piping will be installed from February 1st to February 28th. Rehab work will begin on February 28th and is scheduled to finish on March 19th. No parking will be permitted on the west side of Dayton Street during this portion. It may be a bit louder since the pumps will be near Kentucky Avenue. After work is completed, it will take about one more week to restore the area. Down to Earth by Grounds Maintenance Supervisor Dana Cusack. A cold one. January proved to be one of the coldest months I can remember, with an Arctic cold front arriving in our area on the 11th. Snow removal can become dangerous when temperatures get below zero and wind chills make it even worse. Frostbite can occur within 20 minutes on exposed skin, even quicker if things are wet. The grounds crew fought well during those very cold days, but we needed to limit their time in sub-zero weather, so things took longer to complete. Storms like this are extremely taxing on our equipment, supplies, and everyone here, not just in my department. I saw four plumbers working on Saturday the 13th dealing with frozen pipes. I am grateful and proud of the work done by our grounds crew, community response department, plumbing team, and everyone else who worked on those bitter days during the cold snap. We came out of it the following week with a lot of worn-out sweeper brushes and some pretty tired employees. A shout-out to all the residents who stayed bundled up in their units and let us finish the job. If only our pets could use the facilities. Community Response and Covenant Enforcement Community Response Office Hours From Chief of Community Response, Chris Scoville Community Response is available 24 hours a day, seven days a week, but our office is not. Our full-time dispatcher works in the Community Response Office, and we must keep the noise and distractions to a minimum for the dispatcher to monitor the emergency notifications from Denver 911, Denver Fire Department, Denver Police Department, and Denver Health Ambulance. The dispatch role also consists of answering calls, communicating with officers in the field by radio, entering dispatch information about calls on the computer, and keeping track of officers' locations. Sometimes this happens simultaneously and distractions can lead to critical mistakes. The Community Response Office's front door is always closed and locked and is not open for pedestrian traffic. If you are at our office door and need to speak with an officer, check out keys, etc. we ask that you pick up the red phone inside the box mounted to the wall next to our office window. Do not bang on the door or try to yank it open. If our dispatcher is involved in a call, they can only open the door for you once they are free from the call. If the dispatch phone is tied up with another call, your call from the red phone will be redirected to an officer's radio. You are welcome inside our office, but it will be up to the dispatcher or officer's discretion to let you in at the appropriate time. Community response activities, January 1st through January 28th, 2024. Calls received, 1,108. Routine activities, escorts, three. Keys, 137. Lockouts, 25. Parking complaints, eight. Pet complaints, 5. Security vacation checks, 146. Emergencies. Emergency medical assist 61. Health and welfare check, 28. Smoke investigation, 41. Police activities. Alarms, 7. Alleged burglary or thefts, 5. Attempted burglary or thefts, 8. Criminal mischief or vandalism, 34. Noise complaints, 30. Police assist, 4. Suspicious person, 18. Theft from vehicle, 9. Theft of vehicle, 2. Warning tickets, 15. Thank you for joining us for week 2 of the February 2024 Windsor Life newsletter. My name is Brooke Burks.
0: To learn more about Windsor Gardens, visit our website at www.windsorgardensdenver.org. The 2023 Board Officers and Committees, Operations Committees include, the Executive Committee, Bobby Mays, President, Dennis Knight, Vice President, Mike Lopez, Treasurer, Carol Brooks, Secretary. Appeals, Ronnie Reynolds, Chair, Mike Lopez, Board, Shirley Cox, resident, Gary Roll, resident, and Brenda Sanders, resident. Architectural Review Ronnie Reynolds, chair, Dennis Knight, board, Ron Baldwin, resident, Jan Mayer, resident, Gay Ann Ost, resident, Sharon Rolhack, resident, and Bev Williams, resident. Auditing Michelle Compton, chair. Dennis Knight, board. Deborah Adams, resident. Susan Adamson, resident. Jian Lee, resident. Marilyn Tyler, resident. Community response, Dean Davrick, chair. Michelle Compton, board. Richard Glantz, resident. Carlene Lindstrom, resident. Donna Sanford, resident. Jan Shepherd, resident. And John Young, non-resident owner. Employee Relations slash Safety, Dennis Knight, Chair, Ronnie Reynolds, Board, Ginny Cox, Resident, Lenny Davis, Resident, Phyllis Davis, Resident, Barbara Ellis, Resident, Kathy Young, Resident, Maintenance Department Employee, Grounds Department Employee, and Community Response Officer. Finance, Mike Lopez, Chair, Dean Daverick, Board: Deborah Adams, resident; Phyllis Davis, resident; Howard Fistel, resident; Kathleen McGee, resident; Mike Powell, resident; Sharon Rulehack, resident, and Marilyn Tyler, resident. Insurance: Mike Lopez, chair; Carol Brooks, board; Barb Ellis, resident; Joe Hayashi, resident and Stuart Wright, resident. Long-range planning and innovation. Dean Davrick, chair. Mike Lopez, board. Ron Baldwin, resident. Virginia Hansen, resident. Gary Roll, resident. Brenda Sanders, resident. Allie Schupp, resident. Marcy Smith, resident. Stuart Wright, resident. And Bill Walsh, employee. Policy slash governing docs slash Rentals. Michelle Compton, Chair. Mike Lopez, Board. Debbie Alekshahou, Resident. Shirley Cox, Resident. Virginia Hansen, Resident. Donna Sanford, Resident. And Jan Shepherd, Resident. And lastly, Underground Garage. Ronnie Reynolds, Board. Michelle Compton, Board. Barbara Day, Resident. Richard Glantz, resident. Ruel Hunt, resident. William Lobb, resident. And Jan Shepherd, resident. Up next, community life committees. Starting with activities. Includes Carol Brooks, chair. Dennis Knight, board. Kit Annis, resident. Judy Bianco, resident. Jenny Cox, resident. Jolene Cranston, resident rebecca sanchez resident joe wessel resident bev williams resident on board election we have mike lopez chair carol brooks board donna sanford resident and bev williams resident building representative zone committee also known as brzc we have carol brooks and donna sanford as co-chairs Zone one is Marilyn Tyler. Zone two is Barb Penn. Zone three is Mona Knight. Zone four is Kathy Young. Zone five is Lisa Davis. Zone six is Barb Ellis. And zone seven is Jean McCoy. Community life consists of Dennis Knight, chair. Carol Brooks, board. Bonita Brown, resident. Jolene Cranston, resident. Donna Pitcher Fisher, resident. James Keyworth, resident. Idy McDaniel, resident. Allie Shoup, resident. And Sherry Swickard, resident. On the golf committee, we have Dean Davrick, chair. Michelle Compton, board. Daniel Berman, resident. Joe Wessel, resident. Jim Wright, resident men's league president, and the women's league president. On public relations and marketing, we have Dennis Knight, chair, Ronnie Reynolds, board, Donna Pitcher Fisher, resident, Jeannie Lee, resident, Judy Tauschen, resident, and Kathy Young, resident. On the restaurant committee, we have Michelle Compton, chair, Dean Davrick, board, Kit Annis, resident, Kathy Callender, resident, Lanny Dick, resident, Anne Marie Jackson, resident, and Charles McDonald's, resident. Windsor Life, the news of Windsor Gardens. To reach advertising, dial 303-364-7485 or email k a r e. L-L-A-N-O at WGAMail.com. Submissions can be emailed to WindsorLife at WGAMail.com. Submissions are due the 15th of the month prior to the month of the publication. Windsor Life is published by the Windsor Gardens Association Board of Directors for the benefit of Windsor Gardens residents and is dedicated to fostering communication and collaboration among the residents, board of directors, and staff promoting Windsor Gardens' numerous and diverse activities, and informing residents of community resources and issues. The Windsor Gardens Association, its board of directors and employees, and the Windsor Life staff are not responsible or liable for any of the services or products advertised in the Windsor Life publication, nor do we endorse any advertisement, product, or service. The association recommends that you thoroughly research any product or service and check references prior to hiring any individual or company. The Windsor Gardens Association is located at 595 South Clinton Street in Denver, Colorado, 80247. Call them at 303-364-7485 or visit their website at www.windsorgardensdenver.org. In remembrance, to share the passing of someone within the community, please submit the deceased's name, date of death, building number, and any life memories you'd like to share to windsorlife at wgamail.com or to the association office. Remembrances are subject to editing, including for length and grammar. Your turn, write a letter. Letters submitted to Windsor Life are published at the discretion of the Windsor Gardens Board of Directors, administrators, and editor. Letters are subject to editing, including for length and grammar, and are limited to 300 words in many cases. Letters containing obvious factual inaccuracies, unattributed facts and quotes, or libelous statements will not be printed. Reviews, positive or negative, of businesses that are leases of Windsor Gardens will not be published. All letters must include the writer's name, address, and phone number for verification purposes. Letters submitted by mail or dropped off at the association offices also need a signature. The writer's name will be included with those letters that are published. Email to windsorlife at wgamail.com or mail to Windsor Life at 595 South Clinton Street in Denver, Colorado, 80247. And on to Windsor Gardens Association contacts. Administration, call 303-364-7485. Regular office hours are Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. The general manager is Rebecca Zazueta. Email r-z-a-z-u-e-t-a at w-g-a-m-a-i-l dot com. Reach the community life manager, Carrie Irvin, at her email at c-e-r-v-i-n at w-g-a-m-a-i-l dot com. The business manager, Tammy Tafoya-Paredes, email ttafoya at wgamail.com. The community administrator, Patricia Frawley, email pfrawley at wgamail.com. Policy and modifications, Katie Monasmith email K-M-O-N-A-S-M-I-T-H at W-G-A-M-A-I-L dot com. The office manager, Liz Nickel, email L-N-I-C-K-E-L at W-G-A-M-A-I-L dot com. The receptionists, Estefani Vela, Email EVELA at WGA dot com, Egypt Robinson, email E R O B I N S O N at WGA dot com, and Nially Aguar, email N A G U I R R E at WGA dot com. The Administrative Assistant Karen Ariano email K-A-R-E-L-L A N O at WGA dot com. And lastly, the accounting manager, Deborah Ford, email D Ford at WGA And for community response, dial 303-364-4924 or email community response at WGA dot com. Reach the Chief of Community Response, Chris Scoville at C S. C-O-V-I-L at WGAMail.com or the dispatcher Casey Parker at Parker at WGAMail.com. To reach activities, dial 303-364-9141. The activities director, Charlie Schmidt at C.S. Schmidt at WGAMail.com the Assistant Activities Director, Renee Jennings, at Jennings at wgamail.com, and lastly, the Administrative Assistant, Susan Hunt, at s-h-u-n-t at wgamail.com. To reach the golf shop and course, dial 303-366-3133. Reach the golf manager, Joey Schluter, at J-S-C-H-L-U-E-T-E-R at WGAMail.com. To reach facilities maintenance, email the manager, Bill Walsh, at B-W-A-L-S-H at WGAMail.com. To reach ground maintenance, email the supervisor, Donna Cusack, at Donna at WGAMail.com. To contact the board members, email board at wgamail.com. The president is Bobby Mays. The vice president is Dennis Knight. Treasurer is Mike Lopez. The secretary is Carol Brooks. The assistant treasurer is Dean Daverick, And the assistant secretary is Michelle Compton. And the director at large is Ronnie Reynolds. And lastly, to contact the building representative zone committee, also known as BRZC, email brzc at wgamail.com. Up next, community life committees, starting with activities. Includes Carol Brooks, Chair, Dennis Knight, Board, Kit Annis, Resident, Judy Bianco, Resident, Jenny Cox, Resident, Jolene Cranston, Resident, Rebecca Sanchez, resident. Joe Wessel, resident. Bev Williams, resident. On board election, we have Mike Lopez, chair. Carol Brooks, board. Donna Sanford, resident. And Bev Williams, resident. Building Representative Zone Committee, also known as BRZC. We have Carol Brooks and Donna Sanford as co-chairs. Zone one is Marilyn Tyler. Zone two is Barb Penn. Zone three is Mona Knight. Zone four is Kathy Young. Zone five is Lisa Davis. Zone six is Barb Ellis. And zone seven is Jean McCoy. Community life consists of Dennis Knight, chair. Carol Brooks, board. Bonita Brown, resident. Jolene Cranston, resident. Donna Pitcher-Fisher, resident. James Keyworth, resident. Idy McDaniel, resident. Allie Shoup, resident. And Sherry Swickard, resident. On the golf committee, we have Dean Davrick, chair. Michelle Compton, board. Daniel Berman, resident. Joe Wessel, resident. Jim Wright, resident men's league president and the women's league president on public relations and marketing we have dennis knight chair ronnie reynolds board donna pitcher fisher resident jeannie lee resident judy tauschen resident and kathy young resident on the restaurant committee we have michelle compton chair dean davrick board Kit Annis, resident, Kathy Callender, resident, Lanny Dick, resident, Anne Marie Jackson, resident, and Charles McDonald's, resident. Windsor Life, the News of Windsor Gardens. To reach advertising, dial 303-364-7485 or email k a r e. L-L-A-N-O at WGAMail.com. Submissions can be emailed to WindsorLife at WGAMail.com. Submissions are due the 15th of the month prior to the month of the publication. Windsor Life is published by the Windsor Gardens Association Board of Directors for the benefit of Windsor Gardens residents and is dedicated to fostering communication and collaboration among the residents, board of directors, and staff, promoting Windsor Gardens numerous and diverse activities, and informing residents of community resources and issues. The Windsor Gardens Association, its board of directors and employees, and the Windsor Life staff are not responsible or liable for any of the services or products advertised in the Windsor Life publication, nor do we endorse any advertisement, product, or service. The association recommends that you thoroughly research any product or service and check references prior to hiring any individual or company. The Windsor Gardens Association is located at 595 South Clinton Street in Denver, Colorado, 80247. Call them at 303-364-7485 or visit their website at www.windsorgardensdenver.org. In remembrance, to share the passing of someone within the community, please submit the deceased's name, date of death, building number, and any life memories you'd like to share to windsorlife at wgamail.com or to the association office. Remembrances are subject to editing, including for length and grammar. Your turn. Write a letter. Letters submitted to Windsor Life are published at the discretion of the Windsor Gardens Board of Directors, Administrators, and Editor. Letters are subject to editing, including for length and grammar, and are limited to 300 words in many cases. Letters containing obvious factual inaccuracies, unattributed facts and quotes, or libelous statements will not be printed. Reviews, positive or negative, of businesses that are leases of Windsor Gardens will not be published. All letters must include the writer's name, address, and phone number for verification purposes. Letters submitted by mail or dropped off at the association offices also need a signature. The writer's name will be included with those letters that are published. Email to windsorlife at wgamail.com or mail to Windsor Life at 595 South Clinton Street in Denver, Colorado, 80247. And as always, thank you so much for joining us for the Windsor Life Community Newspaper. This audio was brought to you by the Audio Information Network of Colorado, bringing print to life for thousands of blind, low vision, and print-impaired individuals since 1991. If you would like to learn more about AINC and our services, visit www.aincolorado.org.